I love to read and recommend books of all kinds. While I love recommending works of fiction, especially stories that stir the heart and the imagination, these aren't the only kinds of books that I encourage people to read. For those of us who are Christians, and especially those who are in any kind of vocational or volunteer ministry, there are many different books for us to read. One of those is Pastor Jesus is Enough by Jeremy Reitball. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and this is your next favorite book. The premise of this book is pretty simple. It's to explore Jesus' seven letters to seven churches from Revelation 2 and 3 and consider what their message says not only to churches today, but to pastors specifically. And it does that because of the nature of the message of Revelation itself. See, the letters in those two chapters in particular are all directed to the angel of these churches. So to the angel of Ephesus or Laodicea and so forth. And when we think of the word angel, we often have in mind the idea of a supernatural being, a servant of God who acts as a messenger. And messenger is the meaning of the Greek word from which the English word angel is derived. And the author takes the position that angel in these letters is referring to a human messenger, the one who, God, who shares God's message with the church. Now, this perspective is really helpful because it helps to ground this book of the Bible, one that is frequently misinterpreted in its time and place. Revelation was not a message disconnected from the realities of life as a first century Christian. It was a message to offer hope to that life and beyond. And it still is a message of hope that Jesus is with us and Jesus is enough. In this book's exploration of these seven letters, pastors are encouraged to love Jesus the most, to keep him first in their hearts, to find fellowship with Jesus in suffering, especially when they're slandered, to teach and tell the truth, especially when it's tempting to compromise, to become like Jesus in his rejection of earthly fame and glory, his caring little for reputation and status and all those other things that we all probably care a little bit too much about, to abide in Jesus, to keep going back to the gospel again and again and not mistake external signs for evidence of health and faithfulness, to find their value in Jesus and be free to be the kind of pastor that Jesus made them to be rather than pursuing bigger or better or following whatever apparently influential pastor is doing. And for pastors to be people who are repentant, who, who own their own sins and failings, who don't obfuscate their shortcomings through omission or coded language, who embrace whatever risk it might bring because it's what we're all called to do. Now, I'm not a pastor and I'm not in vocational church ministry, so sometimes it might seem strange for me to recommend a book for pastors, but I do serve in my church in a number of different ways and I have the opportunity to serve the broader church as well through my writing. 
So despite not being a pastor in title or anything like that, this book still had a lot to offer me because all of these pitfalls that the letters of Re Revelation were warning about, all of them were directed to the whole church as well as to their pastors. They're all ones that I need to be reminded of, that we all need to be reminded of. To find my value in Jesus and not just in whatever sales ranking happens to be currently for my latest book. To be open and honest with my family and the people that I do life with when I sin. To live as one of God's adopted sons, knowing that he is well pleased with me. Because, as Jeremy wrote, this received identity, that is being a son or daughter of God, frees us up to pursue who we already are. And he continues, I don't have to labor to build an identity of holiness for myself. I already have one because Jesus earned and gifted his righteousness to me. And I am in Christ and I can become who I already am. Anyone who is in some kind of vocational or volunteer ministry is going to have times where they're discouraged. And I participate in a number of different ministry forums online and I see this time and again. Because people are tired, they are discouraged, they are disheartened, and some of them are days away from handing in their resignation. And these people, they need encouragement, and sometimes that encouragement comes in the form of a perspective shift. Other times it comes from a reminder that others are in this, on the same path that, with you. And all of the time, all of us need to know that Jesus is with us and Jesus is enough. And so, Pastor Jesus is Enough helps its readers to remember all of that. And it's one that I hope you, especially those of you who might be struggling in ministry right now, will read and that as you do, you will be refreshed. Your next favorite book is written, recorded, and produced by me, Aaron Armstrong. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you're subscribed on your preferred podcast platform and leave a five-star rating and review. This goes a long way to helping people find the show. You can also find a link to order a copy of the book featured in today's episode in the show notes. And be sure to check out my book, I'm a Christian, Now What? A Guide to Your New Life with Christ, everywhere books are sold. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back next time to introduce you to what might be your next favorite book.